Hey, you guys, and welcome to Grace and Guided. This is a faith-based podcast where everything we talk about leads us closer to Jesus. My name is Tawana, and I am simply here to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to pursue your God-given purpose by uniquely being you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I do pray that you are blessed and encouraged as we learn what it means to be graced and guided. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to Grace and Guided. My name is Tawana. I am your host. Thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in this week. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening anywhere else, please give me those reviews, those five stars, and leave me um, a good review. I do appreciate the more reviews, the higher the ratings, the larger platform I will have, and it will expand to more places. So that's why I do ask that y'all do that. Um, Again, thank y'all for listening. If you're listening overseas or other places, um, thank you so much. I do appreciate y'all for coming back. We got the week. Those who's been here, welcome back. If you are new, welcome to Grace and Guided. Um, Yeah, y'all. So let's get get into the message. So I know this topic was like, if you've seen it, you know, it's probably like a little like, wait, what? Because I know we don't hear this too much. We hear the complete opposite. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Get yourself ready. Do all this other stuff, right? I'm not telling us not to prepare in the sense like don't be ready. But what I am wanting to do is do a mind shift. What I am wanting to do is shift perspective so that we're not so caught up in the preparation of a person that we're losing sight of our own purpose. See, what you don't ever want to do is be so focused on someone else's life, on someone else's life that you don't have not taken the time to evaluate your own or really sought out the Lord to know what it is that you're supposed to be doing. So what, what had me really come to this is in my own walk, okay, and I can really only speak a lot, y'all, from my own experiences and things I've been through, things I go through, things I personally know. A lot of what I realize is when my mind is focused on a particular person or my mind is focused on uh, that thing, it can be distracting because you're wondering when is it going to happen, how it's going to happen, what's going to happen. You know, you're always kind of on guard for when it when it does come. And I just feel like it's a it can be a distraction. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, especially if God has told you something and God showed you, you know, but sometimes it can be a distraction to the point that you are not even focused on all that you should be doing because you're so caught up in the next season or so caught up in the next thing that you haven't fully prepared for this season. You're not fully walking in the purpose of this season. So I want us to get to a point that we're believing God that one day we're going to meet our future partner, okay? One day we're going to meet our spouse. One day God is going to bring us that person. And not everybody that come in our lives, we have to consider like, oh, is this the one, this one? Because I went through that a lot too. Like before my last relationship, it was always, is this the person? Is he the one? Could this be the one? You know, what, what, you know, because a lot of it was about me. I was, I was looking at a lot of potential. That was a part of my um downfall too is because potential was okay to me. You know what I'm saying? Like if you looked like you had it together on some things, but not all things, I had the mindset that I could fix you. Right? I had the mindset that I could do something to make you a better person. I could help you become more than what I seen. 
And that's that's such wrong thinking, you guys. Like we should not be thinking that we are called to fix a person, that we are called to change a person, that we are called to save a person. That is not our job, ladies. That is not your job. That is not your calling. That is not your responsibility to win a man over to Jesus, especially someone you are talking to in the relational context. Why? Because it's just not your position. Like I have found myself always trying to save somebody and find myself irritated and frustrated because I'm trying to get this man to do what I'm doing. And that's simply just not who he is. That's just not who he is. And if it's not who he is, baby, ain't no, you can say ain't no praying you can do, ain't no fasting you can do, ain't no warfare you can go in. Like, why do you spend so much time doing that on somebody who hasn't made no commitments to you? Right? Like who may know it. When I say commitment, have not vowed to spend the rest of their lives with you. Don't even find you valuable enough that they're willing to put a ring on it. That they're willing to wife you up. That they're willing to settle down with you. Okay, because they see that much value in you. Why are you spending so much time trying to prune, trying to prep, trying to prepare, trying to help, trying to get this person on their feet? When they have made no commitments that they're willing to commit to you for the rest of their lives, right? Because of that, I had to realize that, listen, if you are not walking in your purpose before you come in my life, if you are not walking in who God has called you, if you are not walking in knowing who you are, there's nothing I can do for you. One of the struggles I went through with my ex is because he, because he didn't really know who he was. Because he didn't know who he was. I found myself trying to validate more than I should have. And then almost having to shrink my own values of myself to low-key make him feel better about himself. That's just the reality of it. I had to almost shrink because me finding value in myself or me seeing myself at this greater level that I knew of myself. It was like I almost couldn't say that to him because he felt like I was trying to outshine him in so many ways. And I wasn't. I was truly just being myself. But that's what happens when you're with someone who doesn't know who they are. Your gifts, your talents, your leadership, your everything will feel like control or feel like an overpowerment because they don't know who they are. So for you to walk in your boldness, they don't know that y'all can walk together and be in that, but but you doing that, it will almost make you feel like or make you look like you're trying to be better than them. And that's ne- that was never the case. That's never what I was trying to do. So I realized I have to be with somebody who knows who they are, who understands who they are, whose mindset is set on Jesus, and who understands where they're where they are going. Because I understand that for myself. So just getting back to why am I saying stop preparing for the future spouse, stop preparing for your husband, since because you got to get to a point that you have been completely baked, that you have been completely surrendered in the things of God before he even gets you to that next chapter. See, I know for me, even though I feel I'm healed from my last relationship, even though I know I'm not, I'm over him as a person, I know I'm still not where I want to be 
in my personal life to be with anybody. And even if you feel like you are at that point, if God haven't brought them, you got to know, okay, there's still some baking and cooking that I need to be doing. And God is not ready for that. The mindset shift is don't be so caught up in getting there that you haven't embraced where you are. The preparation that needs to happen is not so much you need to be cooking, you need to clean, you need to take care of yourself, sis. If you're not doing that already, okay? If you're not doing that for yourself, first of all, I feel like that's fake. Okay, I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. I don't cook. Okay, I do cook, but I don't cook. I don't care to cook. I'm not the. You're gonna have a dinner every Sunday meal or every every night of the week. You're gonna have a, a home cooked meal. That's just not me. Can I cook? Yes, I can cook, and I cook pretty good. This, but that's not my first. That's not my ministry. That's not. I'm not that that wife. That's just what that's just what it is. I'm not. So if you're looking for somebody who's gonna give you a home cooked meal every night, baby, I'm not her. I know that about myself, and I'm not gonna fake it for you or try to act like that's who I am for you to like me or for you to accept me. That's not who I am. Now, if things happen, you know, with the person I do deal with, and God shift my mindset or shift my heart, or I, I'm in a position where I can do it, then yes, I will do it. I'm not saying I can't change, but right now, that's not who I am. And I'm not finna get in this kitchen to cook every day just for when a man come on and make sure I cook him a meal every night. Yeah, sir, no. You know, that's just not who I am. I'm not saying I won't ever cook, but you can't expect that from me. Cause I'm telling you straight up, that's just not the, that's not what you're gonna get from me. So the traditional housewife or the traditional wifely duties when we say prepare that's not always who you are as a person now you should in some sense have certain skills just in general that's just you you should have certain skills and if you don't those are the things you need to prepare to have for yourself not just when a man comes you need to be taking care of yourself physically you need to be taking care of yourself mentally spiritually you need to be doing that for yourself for yourself, sis. And again, if there's many, any men listening to me, sir, apply this to yourself. Okay. Apply this as if I'm talking to you. I just use women because I know that's the majority of my audience. But if I'm talking to any men, you apply this to yourself as well as you're preparing for your wife. But all these things you need to have prepared already, you should be doing all this stuff already. And if you're not, these are the things like, it's like prepare yourself to be the best daughter for the Lord. Prepare yourself to be God's best. Not to be your husband, future husband's best. Yes, that's what we want. But first, first, first things first is prepare yourself to be God's best. Am I God's best in this season? Is God proud of me in this in my single season? Is he proud of me? Is he smiling down on me? Have I done all that I should have done in this season? Before I even consider bringing somebody else in my mess. Or am I still all over the place? Is my finances in order? For myself, again, it ain't just preparing for him. Are my finances in order for myself? Have I worked on getting out of debt? Have I paid off of things? Have I gotten things situated? Or am I bringing somebody in to have them fix what I messed up? That's what I'm saying. What are you preparing for? Prepare for yourself. Don't be so focused on trying to prepare for him because then it's going to get in. That, to me, that's fake. 
Because then you're not doing it. You're only doing it for a person. Then what's going to happen is you're going to feel like you've accomplished all this and he still didn't come and then you have attitude at God. Because you were doing it for the wrong reasons. You were setting yourself up for a person when you should have just been doing it for yourself and ultimately unto the Lord. Knowing that the Bible says, knowing that your work is not in vain. Do all things, do it unto the Lord. Do it unto the Lord. Do it as if you're doing it unto him, not for a person. Prepare your heart for yourself. Prepare your heart to be at a place where you feel satisfied, where you feel like I have conquered so much in my life that when a person come along, first of all, you're not a baggage to them. You're not weight to them. You don't feel, and a, and a real man, let me just be say this, and I can only say this because I've heard a lot of men say this. A real man that's not going to care about helping you pay things off or paying off your debts or taking care of things for you or preparing there or having stuff ready for you. Sis, if you got, if you, if God bless you, when God, I'm going to say, if when God bless you with your kingdom spouse and all those things come, sis, that's a bonus. Sis, that's a bonus. But, but what you're doing is you're not depleting from him. You're adding to his value system. That's what that's going to do. Because what I believe what a man is doing or a real man is doing is having things set aside for you that when you come, he's going to, he's going to take care of you so good that it won't even, you won't even feel like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're going to feel like you're well taken care of. That's the, that's what, that's what you should be wanting. Not somebody you got to get with and then help build up and get to that point. Come on. Those days of build a man is over. Okay. Cause I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know how old she is. If you, you young adults, teenagers going into relationships, or if you're a grown woman and you old enough and you've been married and divorced, it doesn't matter what season you in. You deserve to walk into a situation that a man has, a man has laid a table out for you. And he has prepared a way that God has been pleased with. And when you come into his life, you are coming to add value to his life because he's already had value in his life. See, when we get with these men who's not ready, we don't give them the opportunity to get there. And I know some men can be pressured, like they can add pressure because they want to rush. Says you got to be strong enough and be bold enough. No, sir. I did that to somebody. There was a guy, okay, that came in my life and he had, he told me, I got to do this. I still got to get this together. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm, I told, I said, I'm happy you acknowledge that, sir, but I need you to take care of that before you come this way. I need you to handle that. I need you to have that in place before you come. I don't want to help you do that. I didn't want to help him do what he needed to do. He was this. He was in a position where he was, first of all, coming out of a relationship, red flag number five, six, and seven. If anybody coming out of something, leave me alone. You better be at least two years clear, if not six, if not a month, I mean, not a, a year of away from a person before you come out. I don't want nobody fresh out of no relationship. It, it, I don't care. Uh-uh. Okay, he was first fresh coming out of a relationship. He was living in a hotel, so he was still having to get his own place, then had to get a car. Like, he had a good story. He had the money. He had the job. He had everything lined up. He just had to get those things. Well, sir, I'm going to need you to get those things. 
I'm going to need you to get those things before coming to us because I don't got nothing for you. I can't help you. I can't help you figure it out. Because if I help you figure it out, sir, I'm going to continue to help you figure those little, those, to me, that's basic. Food, shelter, and transportation, that's basic stuff that you should have in order. That I'm not helping you do none of that. If I have to help you with those things, you are not on my level, period. Period. I'm not making excuses for these men no more. We need to stop making excuses for these men. They're men. I ain't going to call them boys, even though they act like little boys. But these men, we need to stop making excuses for them and stop trying to give, stop giving him. Because we can. But I'm going to tell you, sis, you ain't going to do them but drain yourself and get tired and look up one day and not, not have anything because you didn't gave so much. So we need to be preparing. Again, just going back, um, we need to be preparing ourselves for ourselves, preparing ourselves for the Lord. And then when God bring us somebody, whenever we have prepared and got ourselves together, because I believe this is a thing, I believe part of the purpose in our life, part of our purpose is really getting ourselves rooted and grounded in our everyday lives, getting stability, getting on our feet financially, not struggling to the point where we live in paycheck to paycheck. We still doing that. We are not where we need to be. I know I'm not where I need to be. That's why I can't bring nobody in right now. I, I don't want to bring nobody in because I'm still got things I'm trying to build and work towards. And I don't want nobody picking up my burden. Now, again, if God brings somebody in this season and change things and things have been things, that's just how it happens. But that's not something I'm looking forward to. That's not something I'm expecting. I am taking my time in this season to get myself together, to get to a place that I feel like I've never really been because of what I've heard from a lot of women and a lot of people who have um, been joined together by God, like they had a lot of their stuff together already. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying everybody because some people come together when they're very young and they build together. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. And I'm not saying God can't do that. God can't bring somebody and y'all build together and y'all, you know, it gotta be God though. That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want to make excuses for us to just go get anybody and just throw God in that. If that, if a person comes, who's not what I'm saying already equipped, you gotta know that there's God and he's going to bring y'all together to help build each other and to y'all get to that point. That has to be a God move. But what I'm saying is don't expect that. Don't expect that. Don't look forward to that situation to where, oh, this is somebody I'm going to build with. I think as we get older, you just realize you're not going to always start from the bottom with somebody. You Somebody's going to either be more successful than the other person. But as long as you at a place where you feel stable in yourself, as long as you can say that, yes, I know I'm where God want me. I know I'm stable. I know God is proud of me. You should not be seeking no kingdom spouse. And, that, and another reason I want to talk about this because I feel like there's a lot of videos out there talking about preparing for your kingdom spouse and your kingdom spouse is coming and kingdom spouse isn't that. Some of us ain't in the season to be receiving no kingdom spouse right now. Since you got too much baggage, you got too much grief. Go back to my last two episodes. You got too much, you are in a grieving stage with somebody. I can almost guarantee you is. You still in a grieving stage with somebody, you need to grieve and heal from that before you even consider a kingdom spouse. And for those who have been waiting and you feel like you've been waiting for a long time and you feel like God forgot about you. 
What I will say is check your heart. Check your heart. Check your motives. Check your heart. Check your mindset. Check your thinking. Have you truly been walking in the things of God? Have you truly been walking in purpose? Have you truly been waiting on the Lord to bring you somebody? Or have you been, I mean, he knows this. That's what I'm telling y'all. I was eight years single, physically celibate, not with nobody, but I really wasn't single. So I could say, yeah, I waited eight years, but I really didn't wait. I really wasn't waiting. <laughs> I really wasn't in my waiting season. And I don't, I hate to even say waiting season because what am I waiting for? I'm not waiting for, even right now, I'm not going to say I'm in my waiting season. I'm not waiting on anybody. I'm living my life. I'm living on purpose. I'm living in my purpose. And when God see fit for that person to come into my life, he will bring that person into my life. But I'm not waiting on anybody because if I was to die today or tomorrow, I didn't sit around waiting on no man to come for me to now do what I'm supposed to do. That's the difference why I say I'm where, my, where I'm at now and where I was at before. So for those who have been waiting or you've been, that's probably the problem because you've been waiting. Since so you got to stop waiting. I don't know what you're waiting on. If you're waiting on a man, you are. If you are waiting on a man, sis, you got to let that go. Okay. If you are waiting on a man, you got to let that go. God ain't, God ain't in a rush. God ain't in a rush. God care who you are in that relationship. He doesn't care about you getting in the relationship. He cares about who you are in the relationship. Not getting in one. He don't care about your status. He don't care that you've been single for a long time. He don't care you're still a virgin. He don't care. That is not his concern. His concern is your heart. And I'm not, and don't take what I'm saying as cookie cutter like this applies to everybody. Some of y'all have some really unique situations, some really unique stories. You don't know why God is saving. You don't know why God is holding out on you or, or, what he's prepping you for. My encouragement to you is don't give up. Okay. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on the season. What I am telling you is don't sit around waiting, live in purpose, live on purpose. Do you boo for real? Do you with no consideration of another person? Don't do stuff just because in case another person come. Don't be moving just in case you see your husband. Don't do nothing just in case he comes. Then you're living in a mindset of, could it be today? Could it be him? Should it be him? Is it this person? You live such on the edge and on eggshells, waiting and wondering. There's no, that's just bondage to me. I feel that's bondage. I feel I was in bondage those years because I was, it was like, you just uh, wonder, oh, that's too much. Now I live in such freedom because I don't care. Because if you see me at the grocery store looking crazy, but I mean, I don't go nowhere looking crazy. Like I try to make sure I'm presentable everywhere I go. I don't walk out of this house in bonnets. I don't walk around in house shoes. I don't walk around like I'm just, now you'll see me in gym clothes more than you see me in anything else. You go definitely see me in some gym clothes. Hair probably, probably got a hat on, probably got a ponytail in the back. You will see me looking crazy some type of way, but I'm going to look still like, you know what I'm saying? Like presentable, but I don't care. 
I don't care how you see me. I'm not worried about if you see me. Because if you see me in my words, that means you're going to love me at my best. Which it tripped me out one day. I remember, I remember feeling like I went to a gas station. And when I tell you, I literally ran out the house like it was no thought into what I had on. I think I was rushing to go do something. Ran in, went to go, went to the gas station to grab something. Got back to, get ready to go back to my car and go run somewhere. When I got in the gas station, like, it was somebody, this man was really trying to holler at me. I was like, I, I was blown away because I knew I was looking a mess. Like an absolute mess. And I remember making a video that day on social media. I think I put made a reel or something. And I said, you know what? Um, I think I said not trying to impress people impresses people more than trying to impress people. Like I, I was not even trying and I was still getting somebody trying to holler at me. That just, to me, it was just like, okay, I don't got to do nothing to make you like me. You either like me for who I am or you don't. If you don't, that's fine. But I'm not going to go out of my way to try to impress somebody or try to make you like me or try to make you fall for me or try to look like this just so, just in case he see me, baby. I don't care how you see me. I'm not living under that pressure to make sure I look a certain type of way just in case. I don't care. But that's, this is the freedom I'm talking. This is the freedom I live in. I live in the freedom that believing and trusting that God will bring me somebody. But I also believe I don't have to do anything for him. Who I am. And because I know I'm walking in my purpose, because I know I'm seeking God daily, because I know God is changing me daily, God is turning me into the wife I'm supposed to be. That when he comes, I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be for him because that's what God did for me. Not something I did for myself. I know some things that I'm working on now that I don't even know if, if, I don't know this is for this man, but I can, I, I know, but I don't know. When I say I know, because I feel I have an unction and a knowing from the Holy Spirit that I'm going to be perfect for my husband. But I don't know because I don't know my husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I know who God is, what God is perfecting in me is going to be perfect for him. Who he's calling me to be is going to be perfect for him. That's why I'm not trying for him. Because I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be when he comes. And my prayers is that God don't bring him until we're both ready. I'm not in a rush. I am at the point that I'm fine with dying single. I just don't want to die until my kids get older. That's, this is a real conversation I have with God. Lord, don't take me until my kids get at least 25 years old. My oldest is 15. My baby is 12. I got about 13 more years. I got about, my 13, about 13 more years. And I'm so serious. If God decided to take me in, at 13 years, I'm fine. But in 13 years, if I'm still single, I'm fine. Now, I'm saying that now, 13 years we'll see, but I, 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 I want this still. I want to have this same mindset because the way I'm thinking now, I've never been this free as a single woman. Mentally. Mentally. And there's no pressure. There's no pressure with anybody that comes in my life. Any man that comes in. I treat everybody the same. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I talk to everybody. I have conversations with everybody. I'm open to people. I, you know, I don't treat nobody like, you know, I'm not mean to people, but, um, like I, 
there is somebody right now that's trying to want to take me out and I'm politely declining. Like, cause I'm okay. I'm just not in a place that I want to go on dates. I'm not in a place that I want to entertain anybody. I'm, I don't have the energy for it right now. I don't have the mindset for it. I want to get to know you. I don't want to get to know nobody right now. Unless the Lord say otherwise and he have not said otherwise. So I'm fine. When you get to this place, there's freedom here. So am I saying don't prepare for your husband? No, but I am saying don't prepare for your husband. And if you heard me, hear me. Prepare for yourself. Prepare for God. Prepare that trust that God is preparing you for your husband. Trust that God is preparing you for your husband as you seek ye first the kingdom. As you seek your purpose, as you seek the will of God for your life, you will automatically be molded into the woman, into the man God is calling you for to be for your future spouse. There's nothing you have to do. Ruth did not have to think about, oh, what I need to do for Boaz? What do I, who should I be for him? That my new man that's coming in my life. That lady was on a mission to follow her ex-mother-in-law who she was not about to let go on a mission to do whatever this lady told her to do and in that on that mission walked in walked into her husband's territory ladies i'm gonna keep saying it you stay in your field you continue to work you prepare and do what god called you to do and God will bring you who he has prepared you for. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope y'all received. I hope y'all heard um, what I said. And um, yeah, just know God got you. You ain't left. He ain't forgot about you. He ain't leaving you out here hanging. He has the best for you. But be the best for yourself and be the best for him first. Amen. I love you guys. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Leave me them reviews and the five stars and we'll... All right, everybody. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this week. I do pray that you got something and received on this week's episode. Y'all listen, make sure to follow my socials, Instagram, Kingdom Minded 23, and also Tawana Motivates on Instagram. And please, y'all, subscribe, like, comment if you are on YouTube, and make sure you go to my YouTube and follow me on YouTube. Again, thank y'all so much for joining um, this week, and y'all, we'll be back next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.